Father with two toddlers and I'm struggling in my relationship. My wife keeps telling me that I don't pull my weight at home. I believe I do. I think that she's generally stressed out about work and juggling family demands. Any tips on how we can better communicate when resentment like this creeps in? Welcome to Parenthood, where each week we explore the lives of Aussie mums and dads and what's really going on behind closed doors. I'm your host, Leonia Kidano, mum of two, business owner and relationship coach. This segment is Real Talk, where Liv and I discuss the trials and tribulations of parenting. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Real, real, real Talk. Liv, we're back for another week. Oh, another week, another Real has Talk. Never felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed you, girl. Where do we start? Uh, Tell me everything. What's well, been happening? You, you recently got to talk about a hen's party. Yes. I've had a hen's party and now a wedding. Oh, and when you're in your late thirties, as we said, weddings just don't uh, come along no. all that often. Or maybe wedding twos might start oh, happening. This was their wedding one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, How was oh, it? Where it was, was so it? Nice. Tell us everything. Left the kids at home. Oh. Thanks, mum and dad. Yes. And jetted off to Adelaide. Oh, beautiful. Uh, and their new friends. They're, you know, mother's group friends, you know, so it's so nice to, you know, even though we've only known them for a relatively short amount of time, yeah. to be part of their beautiful celebration and big party. I had felt like I had big shoes. <laughs> well, I was so when you've got no kiddos to wake up to the next day, it's like game on. So, look, I, yeah, we had a great time. Where in Adelaide? So, uh, their wedding was very central. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. such a beautiful so, town yeah. and, like, yeah. I'm sure great wine because I feel like the Radelaide. whole Adelaide. Radelaide. Radelaide. Radelaide's Radelaide's got a vibe. Yeah. I'm all about yeah. it. For all those listening in Adelaide, mate, I feel like I said to Jules the other day, I'm like, if our kids, if our businesses were there and our work was there, I feel like it's the best place to bring up your children. You've got the beaches. You've got the wineries. It's a small town. Jules always says it takes 20 minutes to get anywhere in Adelaide. Like it's just like no traffic. Yeah. I'm like all about it. Yes. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Isn't it? So today we're not talking about a beautiful thing. We're actually uh, talking about some of the challenges um, that can happen in our relationships. We had a dad um, DM us, and thank you to that person who did, about um, he's sort of really struggling, I guess, in getting on the same page with his wife. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read out the DM. So it said, I'm a father with two toddlers and I'm struggling in my relationship. My wife keeps telling me that I don't pull my weight at home. I believe I do. I think that she's generally stressed out about work and juggling family demands. Any tips on how we can better communicate when resentment like this creeps in? I'm sure we're not the only couple experiencing this. Okay. Mate, you're not the only couple, no. by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, did Mark text you? Or... <laughs> I'm like, Jules, I know uh, where you live. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, I mean, that's got to be something that either party could, yeah, ask at any yeah. point in time because it is, yeah, something that we all feel. It's so difficult as well. I mean, think about it. You go from footloose and fancy free looking after yourself basically mm. to, okay, wow, like where did all these things mm. come from that I have to do mm. to keep our family mm. unit like mm. going from supermarket shopping to dinners to, you know, just to washing to, I mean, the oh, list I'm is exhausted endless. just thinking about it. Right? <laughs> so I guess, you know, in, in thinking about this and providing some advice like um, around, I guess it almost sounds like the mental load is becoming a huge thing for his partner, his wife, and he's sitting there going, mate, I'm over here. And, like, the fact that he even took the time to write in shows yeah. his commitment yeah. to want to change the dynamic at home. There's such an obvious first thing yeah. here for me. Yeah. 
we need to have a conversation or this couple needs to have a conversation about expectations. So what are the things that he is not doing yes. that she is hoping he will do more of? Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's my HR hat, right? Yeah, like yeah. whether it's work-related or home-related, you, you've got to be on the same page yeah. about what the expectations are yes. of each other and then comes all the other stuff about recognition and doing and all the rest of it. But if, yeah, you're not on the same page of these are the job, these are your jobs, these yeah. are my jobs, yeah. I think when you have clarity over that and that's probably something that Mark and I have been trying to work on a little bit more, yeah. actually saying, well, yes, bins are your job and, yes, cooking is, you know, my job yeah. for that week or whatever it might be yes. and being really clear on that. Yeah. Um, has really, really helped. So that's probably a really good place to start is have, how is your expectation oh, setting in your house? 100%. And it's interesting you say that, um, you know, he's like, I believe, she reckons I'm not pulling my weight. I believe I do. Yeah. So to your point, yeah. like, there's a the miscommunication, the mate. What's like, yeah, yeah, totally. And I definitely fell into that trap. I fell into the trap of you should be able to read my mind. If there are dishes on the table and I'm already hanging up the washing, can you just clear the dishes? Like, but I'm thinking that mentally and I'm like, why are you sitting on the couch? Why are you not clearing the dishes? Mate, clear the dishes. And my head's like blowing up. Uh, I'm like, clear the freaking yeah, dishes. And yeah. meanwhile, he's like, dum dum It is yeah. own world. And it's like, how can I get resentful uh, if I'm not communicating uh, to your point expectations? I mean, that's such a basic example, but the point is um, that's how we do it. So what I've realized now is I cannot assume that Jules will know to do really anything housey related. Yeah. I can't just assume that he'll know what I'm thinking when it comes to that stuff or to, I guess, life in general. What you've done, what you haven't done. Exactly. What you're thinking about, what you're not thinking about. Yes. I need to own that he he is not a mind reader, so therefore I need to communicate that. Now, if I then would get pushback, oh, I don't want to do that one thing, all right, well, then Mm. it opens it up to a a conversation. All right, Mm. well, if I'm going to do that then, that means it's less time for us to do Mm. this thing over here and like Mm. kind of like, dude, we're a team. Let's try and just get this done so we can also enjoy the good stuff as well. And sometimes you don't have over sight over what both parties are doing. Yes. So, you know, quite often mm. I might be getting home later and Mark's already cooked the dishes, mm. yeah, cooked the dishes, cooked dinner, yeah. or, and, you know, done the dishes, got the bit, the kids settled. An example recently was, well, you know, I then got all the washing out of the dryer yeah. and dumped it on the living room floor and was like, well, are you going to help me with that? Mm. And, you know, he was probably sitting there going, hey, I've already... <laughs> Done ten Do you know things. what I've done yeah, tonight? Yeah. But I yeah, so really kind of having clarity over that and probably treating people, sorry, Mark, with a little bit more kindness yeah. around yeah, what everyone's doing yeah. to yeah, keep the house going. I think so. And one thing that I know we've spoken about previously as well is appreciation. So, I mean, I've spoken about the fact that when Jules sits down for a meal, if he just like tucks in after I've been like cooking for an hour, navigating kids, throwing, Mm. you know, things at me and all the things and I finally get the Mm. meal on the table, just be like, oh, thanks for dinner. Like it's such a small thing. But for me, that's important. For others, it's not, right? But find your things. For me, if he says thanks for dinner, I can kind of then just like soften a bit and go, okay, all of that was worth it. Similar Similarly, you know, if he's looking after the kids while I go get my nails done, I'll come back. Yeah. you know, give him a kiss hello and then say thanks so much for looking after the kids. Like, it's your children too, mate, like, you know, but, like, at the end of the day, I know that he appreciates that. So those words of affirmation, if we're talking about love languages as well, for me it's really critical. I mean, do you feel the same? Do you need the affirmation? 
Uh, yes, I definitely do. Mm. The cooking a dinner one, <laughs> I, I love affirmation around yeah, dinner, yeah. especially after you've thrown two plates of the kids' meals in the bin. Yes. Um, but I'm trying to show it more towards Mark. Mark yeah. is doing a ton for our family at the moment. Mm. You know, the kids have been sick. He mm. stayed home. So, you know, because I had some really important meetings that I needed to get to. Yeah. And I was just so thankful and appreciative that he did that and, a year ago, I wouldn't have thanked him, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. I would have just gone, well, that was your job. Like, yeah. you're the, you're a dad. Like, you're yeah. a dad too. You're, we're equal pa- pa- yeah. partners in this. You have to do that. Yeah. Whereas now I'm a lot more understanding and appreciative that we both have so much that we're trying to juggle. It's not just me trying yes. to do all of this. Um, What's changed within the year, do you think? I reckon real talk and talking about this and Told a, bit, therapy helps. a bit of reflection <laughs> yeah. and yeah. better communication mm. when I started to realise that I was talking to you and uh, the podcast community <laughs> yeah. about my relationship that yeah. I needed to have some more of these conversations at home mm. that, yeah, real talk. I'm here yes, for it. game on. Um, I hope, hope it's had the same impact <laughs> on other people's lives. Let's get into something we know you'll love, Boucher Foods. The juggle is real. Work, kids, family, friends, self-care. Finding balance ain't easy. One thing I did this year that helped was discover Boucher. They take the stress out of mealtime with their nutrient-dense ready-made meals for kids aged 1 to 12. Guilt-free, fast-food dinners for you and your little ones that are tasty and free of the nasty stuff. They offer a pad thai, a bolognese, lemongrass chicken, pesto chicken, and a lentil dal. Your little ones will love. Five minutes in the microwave and voila, dinner or lunch is done. They're a true lifesaver. Find two of their meals in selected Coles supermarkets and the rest online. Thank me later. See the show notes for more on Boucher Foods. Yeah, I because mean, we need to be constantly reminded. Show, it's just yeah, you forget you to forget do that stuff. Totally, we've just been so tired yep. raising these two little kids, yep. working big jobs that I didn't feel like I had to. Mm. And then I realised, well, my relationship's not going to last mm. if I don't really commit and yep. appreciate and realise that I can't do this without him. And yep. this is a real, real partnership. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I think that's a really good place that I've matured into. Yes. I think over the last little bit of time. Maybe it's because I've got a little bit more sleep now. I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah, you know, through the work of looking at the mental load lists and better communication, we've got to this point. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder as well if it's, you know, you were speaking about your little getaway to Adelaide, for example, and it's not that everyone has to have a getaway getaway to Adelaide or even just a weekend away, but maybe – identifying an opportunity to have a little bit of quality time together because I do think in this it just seems like this message from, um, to us, it's kind of something's amiss. Not Like it could yeah. be the communication, yeah. but maybe if they'd had the opportunity to carve out, I don't know, an hour walk together while the baby's in the pram or something. I mean it's hard with toddlers and they mention toddlers because toddlers are all over the place <laughs> all the time, but maybe it's between 8 and 9 o'clock at night or I don't know, you find your time, but then to be able to connect and have the yeah. opportunity to even discuss these things right I think that is so right and probably the other thing it's a phase and if you can get onto it right now like you're with two little toddlers yeah that is one of the most difficult phases so what are you going to do to get through it and making sure that you have time for each other uh yeah Mark and I I mean 
couple of seasons ago, I think we were talking about after the first Perth trip that we did at the start of this year, just mm-hmm. how much it just reinvigorated, you know, our love for each other and yeah. kind of connection that we've made that commitment to, yeah, do it a couple of times a year. It doesn't yeah. have to be catching a plane somewhere. It yeah. can be as simple as just, yeah, a night in the Yarra Valley or whatever it might be or yeah. <laughs> just shipping the kids to the grandparents and, um, yeah, staying at home if that's really all you want to do. Mm. So, yeah, just to have that time to talk undistracted by the little people who yell at you all the time. Right. I feel like I don't say three words to Jules during the week. Like it's so difficult just to have a honest conversation about, I don't know, what we're having for dinner tomorrow, let alone like something that's really been shitting me. I'm interested. Like I was starting to talk about Mm. jobs within the household. Do your jobs stay the same each week? week. Yeah. Job's probably not the yeah. right word. Your tasks. Yeah. Your <laughs> Yes. I would say so. Like, what, do you have your jobs at tasks and yes. have his tasks? Yeah, I would say so. And it's um it's funny because a while back we, um a couple of episodes ago we were talking about the supermarket shopping and that you like to do click and collect. Yeah. I actually find it quite soothing to go by myself to the yeah. supermarket for an hour and like peruse <laughs> and like look at things and, you know, and so oft, often sh- yeah. supermarket shopping is my task yeah. um, that I do. But, yes, we kind of have now gotten into a yeah. rhythm and a routine with yeah. who does what. Don't get me wrong, when that rhythm changes because, you know, Jules has to travel for an extra day, that wasn't in the plan or Mm. something, then I, like, Mm. lose it because I'm like, oh, my Mm. God, the routine. Mm. But for me, I feel quite grounded in a routine Mm. of knowing Mm. typically within a week what we're doing. Do you have similar tasks most of the time? We definitely do. And cooking has always been mine, but I'm finding that, yeah, it's just been really busy, so I'm getting home later So I get agitated or annoyed when I do get home at 6.37 and I've got to start cooking. So the kids have been fed because they typically eat what we've, you know, cooked the night before. So I, yeah, Mark, good option to communicate about this. And I asked him, I said, do you just think we're going to have this tomorrow night? Could you start preparing the vegetables? So at least I understand they're chopping for half an hour. That's been great. And um, thanks, honey, for for helping. I know I've probably added another task to his list, but it's just meant that the household's running a bit more smoother. So, yeah, I'm asking for help. I think we're probably both asking for help with Mm. our tasks Mm. a little bit more. Well, it's interesting. One thing, talking about dinner, one thing that we kind of have, it's been a bit... (laughs) difficult on the dinner front, okay, Ooh, because. Sensitive. I didn't no, realise no, that dinner was. It's still a bit fresh, oh, this, this argument okay. that we had. No, but it's more that I always, we always like the idea of having dinner together, but I, I'm home by four o'clock with the kids, yeah. right, because I work in construction. By three o'clock we're finished and then following yeah. that we might have an after-school activity by about four we're home and then I'm waiting till 6.30 yeah. to eat my yeah. dinner. And so even at four, once I've cooked the dinner, I'm like smelling good, nice food. And what am I eating? Half a block of cheese oh, with crackers yeah. to tie me over because I'm starving. Leftover, the leftover kids spaghetti, oh, all the things. So yeah. the kids are fed. By the time Jules would come through the door, my there would be steam coming out of my ears. i like, you are one minute yeah. late. Yeah. Why? Because I'm freaking starving. Yeah. And I'm now I'm not that hungry because I've eaten half a block of cheese or whatever so it looks like. So would you like. be happier to just so eat at 4.30? I said to him as of like literally three days ago, 
when I can, I will have dinner with you. Yeah. And when I can't, I'm, I'm, it's funny because it's not like he ever said, we when have I'm dinner hungry, together. I am going to have yes. dinner at 4.30. <laughs> and I was very proud of myself the way I put it. I was like, you know, it's not fair on me to have to wait, but it's also not fair on you to come, have yeah. to come home to a cranky wife yes. yeah. because of I'm hungry oh, and so you're just trying proud. to race home. So proud. <laughs> I was like, well, Dolly, I need Pat back. Yeah. No. Yeah. But the point is, um, you know, like no one set those rules or boundaries for us. Like, you know, around, oh, it has to be the two of you sit down and have dinner at the same time. Like it was just something I implicitly had in my head because I guess growing up, we always had dinner Mm. together. And perhaps as the kids get older and we come home later and later, that will happen. But at the moment it's not working for me. And I'm like, I need to, I need to shift something because I I even remember um, I read Michelle, uh, Michelle Obama's book and she was like, I'm coming home. Six o'clock is dinner. Um, to Obama, if you can't make six o'clock, we're all eating. Yeah. And I love that because she was like, for so long, I was waiting for him to come home and then the kids were getting ratty and then I, you know, my whole night was blown out. So I guess the point of like, I guess the lesson there is you might have little things in your schedule that you've been so fixated on, yeah. but if it's not working, yeah. just adjust it. And I know that sounds so bloody obvious, but for for me, it wasn't obvious for so long. Oh, uh, it has taken me nearly 15 years to ask Mark to help prepare dinner. Like, <laughs> <laughs> prime example, yes. right? Like, because that was my job. Yes, duty. yes. I, yeah, stuck to it and I did it because if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it well. Yes. Whereas, yeah, just asking for a little bit of help really right? does yeah. help. And, you know, again, it just goes back to expectations around dinner and how it's going to work and flow and if you can achieve one night together. I mean, we rarely have dinner together yeah. as a family. I would, you know, I was the same growing up that we'd all have fam- family dinner. Probably will happen in hopefully five to ten years yeah. but right now. Five o'clock uh, dinner times and work life does not right. correlate. No. Uh, so I yeah. think that's, yeah, that's right. So for that person who called in, I mean, like you could see there's so many intricacies in the way in which a family unit will go about their day, their weeks, you know, et cetera. But I think mm. the most important thing here is, as Liv was saying, let's set the, understand what the expectations are for both of you. And even when you have set perhaps those tasks that you will do, yeah. you're going to always end up tweaking and yeah. refining over time. Yeah. And that's okay too, right? Yeah. I've been sending Mark a lot of bills to pay. Home administration yes. is my... But I just haven't had time to do it, yep. so I will forward them to him and say, please pay this. Yes. Good. Delegation, right. expectations and delegation. Yes. Right. Yes, I love that. Um, so, yeah, you just got to do whatever whatever works at that transition point. That's right, and it's not forever, to your point. Mm. Having little, little toddlers mm. is pretty um, full mm. on, but it is not forever. So hopefully that's been helpful. Thank you to that person again for calling in, and Liv, I'll catch you next time. See you later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave us a rating or review and share it with your friends. Want to contribute to the conversation? Hit us up on Instagram at Parenthood Pod and join our Facebook group. Until next time. Thanks for listening. The Parenthood Podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we produce on, the land of the Wurundjeri people. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging.